Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. What's up and good day. Let's get underway with the latest edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. This is Tanisha Baker, and as always, I'm delighted to bring you another edition of Talking with T. It's October 23rd, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, author, speaker, and radio host Michael Dyson, Weird Al Yankovic, legendary talk show host Johnny Carson, Pele, known as the world's greatest soccer player, and Grammy Award-winning jazz singer Diane Reeves. Today on the national calendar is recognized as Slap Your Irritating Coworker Day, National Canning Day, and TV Talk Show Host Day. On this day in history, Apple announced the first iPod player. I have a couple of stories to share today for our happy highlights. First, Philadelphia Eagles defensive end Chris Long is donating his salary for the rest of the year to improve educational opportunities in the United States. He says that he and his wife are passionate about education being a gateway for upward mobility and equality. He went on to say that equity in education can help affect change that we all want to see in this country, and I wholeheartedly agree. My second story is about three teenagers in Nysa, Poland, who were caught on security camera placing a quilt over a homeless man sleeping on a bench before tucking him in. Earlier that evening, the man had approached them asking for help to find bedding for the night. Hours later, they found the sleeping man and wrapped him with two covers and then hugged him. Again, it is important to insert happy highlights on Talking With T to illustrate that among all the negativity in the world, there are good people doing good things. The theme this month is better beware. You have been warned to beware of people with nothing to lose, beware of social media, and to beware of fake friends. Today, you are being cautioned to beware of how you treat people. There is a saying that the same people you pass going up, you meet going down. I encourage you to let kindness be your go-to. Be careful how you respond to people and be careful about judging them or their situations. Be sure to taste your words before you spit them out. Don't be the cause for someone else's pain or sadness. Don't treat others the way they treat you. Treat them like God treats you, with grace, mercy, and forgiveness. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With T. Do what you want to do, do what you want to do, but what you do will come back to you. Back around, back so around. if you hate. 
hating you my motivation If you hating you my motivation Let your haters be your motivators Rise on up like an escalator They pushing all the buttons on the elevator They keep missing, they stop Many ain't gon' make it We on continual progression Yeah, it's slow but effective In the fast lane, they are reckless And over here, we just reckless MC Hammer, you can't touch this Flow too legit to quit, I don't make hits I make classics every time the beat switch So if you hatin', you can hate while I make hits You can say what you wanna say You can hate if you wanna hate But if you hatin', you my motivation If you hatin', you my motivation You can do what you wanna do But what you do will come back to you So if you hatin', you my motivation if you hating, you my motivation. Let your haters be your motivators. Let your haters be your motivators. Motivation. Let your haters be your motivators. Motivate. The state of sin had us victimized. But by his grace, we've been justified. Through his blood, we've been given life. And when we die, we'll be seated with the most high. That's right. Anointing, I need a double portion Safe inside of his will When the storm is coming We ain't tripping but the world bugging Living right in God's sight That's a touchy subject Motivation You can say what you wanna say Say what you wanna say You can hate if you wanna hate But if you hating you my motivation If you hating you my motivation Give me limits, I may lemonade I'm showing love when you give me hate uh, They talking fear but I'm living faith Born again every day, that's a clean slate. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can hate me if you wanna. Cause hating only, only made me stronger. And I ain't looking for no drama, but when it comes, I won't run. I'm suited up and on me. Trusting in the word of God. I'm turned up, ain't no turning off. And I put that on everything. You wanna hate, you can hate while I do my thing. You can say what you wanna say. Say what you wanna say. You can hate if you wanna hate. Hate if you wanna but hate. If you hating you my motivation. My motivation. If you hating you my motivation. You can do what you wanna do. And now it's time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. After a string of shootings in Maryland and Delaware that left three people dead and three others injured, the suspect was finally caught. Police believe that the suspect, Radi Labid Prince, targeted all six of his victims. Meanwhile, a 20-year-old with autism is murdered by someone who is now pegged as the Seminole Heights killer after he took the wrong bus home. The killer is still on the loose as there have now been three murders in the area that appear to be connected. A Florida woman was dragged out of her car and beaten after she struck and killed a 22-month-old little boy. It is reported that children often play unsupervised in the area, and on this particular occasion, a ball rolled out into the street. The little boy chased it and ended up in the path of the SUV. The victim was shorter than the vehicle's bumper, so she couldn't see him. In fact, it is reported that she didn't even know she'd hit the little boy until she stopped at the next stop sign. That is when several people pulled her out of her SUV and attacked her. This is a sad story, and I'm sure the attackers were responding through their grief. It appears that allegations of sexual misconduct in Hollywood are not limited to Harvey Weinstein. 38 women have come forward to accuse director James Toback of sexual harassment. 
and it was reported that Bill O'Reilly settled a sexual harassment claim for $32 million. There is concern brewing about O'Reilly as the network has decided to renew his contract. A retired gym teacher from Portland, Oregon, will be sentenced next month after he was convicted this past Friday of groping six seventh grade girls in a single day. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while as we review trending news. Well, it's that part of the show when we review trending news and hot topics, and I have a part of the TWT team with me to do that. We have the know-it-all, Professor Jay, and our top investigator, but y'all know she's mostly the instigator, P.I. Pam. So welcome to today's show. Hey, now. Hey. hey. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get started. Uh, there was quite the uproar over Trump's call to the pregnant wife of fallen U.S. Army Sergeant LaDavid Johnson. Now, Sergeant Johnson died in an ambush in Nigeria on October 4th. Trump said, quote, he knew what he signed up for, but when it happens, it hurts anyway. Now, although this is probably not totally untrue, it definitely is not the most tactful comment to make to a grieving widow. Now, the nature of this call was revealed by Representative Frederica Wilson. Trump, of course, immediately went to Twitter, you know, and he said she was lying and he didn't say that, which means somebody's lying, either him or her. So the easiest way to settle this would be to review a transcript of the call, which there was an interview on Fox News with Donald Trump Jr. and his wife, Laura, in which she shared that she did look at the transcript and that the portion of the call that was in question actually went like this, and I quote, Your husband went into battle, you know, knowing that he could be injured, knowing that he could be killed, and he still did it because he loved his country and he did it for the American people. Now, this, of course, sounds more tasteful and more civil than what we heard he said. And maybe Wilson paraphrased Trump's statement, thinking it meant the same thing, but I'm sure y'all get the sense. You know, it's two different feelings that are evoked from those comments. Okay. But, but, well, let me, let me say this. Let me say this. The problem is that if a transcript exists, nobody's seen it but her. So, Ms. Johnson, the widow, says she felt disrespected and that the account of the call that was provided by uh, Representative Wilson is accurate. So, Jay, you can share your thoughts because I'm just saying it seems like if they wanted to clear all this up, they could just provide the transcript and we could move on because I know we got other fish to fry when it comes to your President Trump. Hashtag not my president. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, so here's the deal. All right. So the transcript came out after the call. And mm -hmm. as we know, the White House has been known to fix transcripts in the president's favor. Uh, we've seen incidents of, incidences of that happening throughout the uh, debacle that is the Donald Trump administration because, again, he has opened his mouth and inserted his foot. So based on what you read as far mm -hmm. as how the transcript went, and I put all of that in air quotes, yeah, because now I don't know that anybody else has seen the transcript. 
This is just what his daughter-in-law said. Exactly. So leading up to the part where it said, I think it said he did it for because he loved the country or whatever, the implication mm-hmm. of everything else for that pretty much is along the same lines of what Representative, what's her name? Wilson. Frederick Wilson said that Donald Trump said the implication of everything that uh, he said supposedly still gives us the uh, the connotation of, to put it distinctly, he knew what he signed up for. At any rate, here's the thing. He already knows that he has absolutely no filter. I was about to say he has little filter, but I think he, you know, used all of his filter a long time ago. So why in the entire captain is he calling the families of soldiers who lost their lives? He right. needs to know his lane and stay in it. And right. unfortunately, trying to be diplomatic and trying to be presidential is not uh, not his lane. How much longer do yeah. we have left with him? Too, too, too long. long. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he signed up for either. And besides besides the call, can we get some answers as to why they left this young soldier out there by himself to die? Oh, yeah, that's another part of the controversy. Right, he was found a mile away from where the others were picked up from, and he was still alive when they left him. So can we get some answers to that? That's You know, the call is is bad enough, but that, that right there is even worse. Why did they leave him? Right. I think when it comes to military battle and an ambush and all of that, there are a lot of military secrets and things that we never know. You know, we yeah. it's just the nature of it. But there are always these unanswered questions, and maybe as civilians we're not privy to that information for whatever reason. But what you're saying speaks to the fact that we still have bigger fish to fry. We need him to stay off the phone. Stay in his lane, which wherever that lane is, it's probably along the side. What's that lane called uh, on the side of the road? The shoulder. Yeah, stay on the shoulder. That's what we need him to do. Mm -hmm. Well, the funeral for the fallen officer was held this past Saturday in Florida, and inside the church were portraits of the other soldiers who also died in the attack. And so Sergeant Johnson left behind a pregnant widow, She's six months pregnant, as well as their two-year-old son and six-year-old daughter. So amid all the controversy over the call, my heart goes out to Ms. Johnson and her children, and it just reminds me of the bravery of those that fight in the armed services and the impact on their families as well. So I just want to acknowledge that before we move on. Well, there was a picture circulating on social media that had a white woman holding a leash, what appeared to be a leash, attached to this little black child. And I just saw the picture, you know, I didn't see a caption, no news story, anything. I just saw the picture, and I was like, what in the entire hell is this? So I started looking around thinking, this cannot be what it appears to be. So I saw the news article in which the school apologized, saying it was an enrichment program about pilgrims that was taken out of context. The straps were called lead strings. And they were used in the 17th century to keep children from wandering off. And the girl herself had volunteered to play the part. So I said, okay. But when you saw the picture, something should have triggered something in your head to say this does not look appropriate. So 
we're, we're not going to do this. And it's something clearly unsettling about them looking at that picture and not seeing anything wrong with it until it was brought to their attention. And, of course, the parents of the little girl weren't happy at all. But this just speaks to what I believe is a growing cultural and racial insensitivity. It's about, like, I don't know if y'all saw the Fox News Halloween costume segment where they had the little yeah. black boy dressed up, up as a watermelon. I'm like, nothing was wrong. And in their minds, maybe it's not. But we need a lot of sensitivity training and awareness in our country right about now. Because these stories mm -hmm. keep coming up, and uh, I'm just, school, I don't know. Every week, is, every week is a school after a school after a school. And then mm -hmm. when little, and when little uh, Cedric would have got home, I probably would have throat punched her for even volunteering to do it. I well, you know, she was a little girl, and you got to think now, she's in this environment. And I don't think, you know, that she knew what was going on. She's listening to the story in the context, probably just wanted to be a part of it. Because from what I can yeah, tell, it was several white children. She just wanted to be included, which reminds me, it reminds me of when I see uh, kids now in the store with parents with these little leashes on them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I don't want to get into the whole debate over that, but. I guess this is where it came from, the 17th century, if that's what they used to do back in those days. But, you know. I hate them leashes. I hate them leashes for kids. Well, now, yeah. my sister, when she was little, she had one. You know, we thought that it was going to be something to keep us from running through the mall. But, you know, my sister had always been a very smart young lady. And even at a young age, she figured out how to get out that leash. And we look around, and she's running around uh, shopping that mall. And listen, <laughs> He said, you will not, you know, keep me, Lisa. Ew. Uh, I saw the picture myself, and before, you know, I could even read the caption, Lisa, I'm like you. I looked at it, I said, what the hell is this? Why is this girl down on the floor? You got this grown white woman standing in the uh -huh. middle of these two little white kids, and the little black girl is down on the ground, and she is bound up by these two little white kids. What? The entire thing is really going on here. I know. And that picture is a little disturbing. It is. Well, uh, let's see what's happening next. Oh, oh, y'all check this out. British Airways is in hot water. Or maybe they need to use some hot water because they recently had to apologize for a bed bug infested flight. So evidently oh. this woman saw, I uh, know, this woman saw the bed bugs and complained to a flight attendant but was not able to change seats because the flight was full. So she said that for the rest of the nine-hour flight, she and her seven-year-old daughter had to sit there under attack from these bugs that were biting them. And when she got off the plane, I guess she went to complain to customer service or whatever the airline agency is that would handle her complaint, and she didn't get much of a response from the airline until she resorted to posting those photos on Twitter, in which then they promptly contacted her. So I believe I also read that she's going to sue the airline as well. But let's just get back to this thing now. What do you do? It's about like snakes on the plane. You sitting in the yeah. air, you in the air, being attacked by these bugs. I, I cannot. And she was made up. Did you see her? Did you see her arms and stuff? Yes, yes, my goodness. I, that is horrifying. Horrifying, the whole ordeal. Well, if she isn't suing them, then she ought to be. 
Yeah, that looks for me, and I've been up there in, in the co-pilot's chair. I said I would have been flying free anywhere I wanted to. Yeah, right. for the rest of my life. <laughs> and what about the luggage and other people? Y'all know how bed bugs are? They don't just stay stationary. Yeah. They didn't have seat belts on. They probably went where they wanted to. Ugh. They traveled. They took all them home with them and everywhere, mm. wherever else mm. they went to. That, this is a perfect segue right into the Crazy Chronicles. So this first story is definitely crazy, not funny. I just don't know what prompted it. So well, one of their sons was being treated. And so the man, Christopher Yancey, was a father of nine, and the mother of six of his children was his wife, Anita Nicole Jones. I don't know the specifics of the argument, but Anita ended up stabbing him to death in the hospital. So evidently, they got in the argument. She stabbed him to death. She left. The medical staff was not able to save him. And although, you know, they're at the top, one of the top hospitals in the country, so she must have really done some work on him. And she was apprehended a day later and charged with first-degree murder. And I'm thinking she had to have totally snapped. Like, you going to stab your husband to death in the hospital where they treating your son? What? I'm just wondering what could have prompted that type of rage. Craziness. Just something had to. I don't know what could could have been in the conversation, the argument, like you said, but something had to be really bad for her to stab him to death. Yeah. yeah. In a hospital, no less. The mm-hmm. irony of it all. Right, right, right. Well, the owner of Sweet Dixie, which is a restaurant, um, apparently got in trouble oh, for a pet. Sweet Dixie. Yeah, they're in trouble for the name, too. But... um. They're in trouble for passing off Popeye's chicken as being homemade. So what happened, evidently, a customer had questioned the staff when he got his chicken and waffles. And the server confirmed that the restaurant did indeed use Popeye's chicken. So then the customer posted a review on Yelp expressing his disappointment. So since that time, other people have been giving the restaurant low ratings on Yelp, including people who've never even eaten there. But that's neither here nor there. It just might not have been so bad, but the restaurant claimed that everything was homemade, you know, or made there. So people on Yelp also said it was ridiculous that the restaurant sells chicken and biscuits for twelve ninety five, and that's the same meal that you get, I guess, at Popeye's for five dollars. So <laughs> it's a shame. <laughs> so the owner got mad, and instead of apologizing. Uh, this is what she said. She said that they proudly serve Popeye's chicken and that they buy their gumbo from a friend, their jam from a woman, and that they don't grow their own veggies or mill their own flour. She also responded to the customer saying, whatever to you and your little review, do what we do and bring Long Beach the best food mostly made here, but we always get by with a little help from our friends. So I'm like, hmm, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, all right. Well, okay. All right. Let, let's 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 start. Let's 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 go in. Let's go in. Go ahead. Okay. First of all, anybody who knows me knows that I love Popeyes, and there is like one that is conveniently located three minutes from my apartment. So, however, I was reading on Facebook uh, earlier before we prepared to record the show uh, a. Uh, Lynthian was expressing his displeasure with Popeyes about how they never have enough 
tickets and how they're always running out. And I'm trying to figure out how in the world do you run out of chicken at a chicken restaurant. Now, granted, the, the, the times that I've been to Popeye's, they may not have a spicy wing. And so they ask me, do I want a mouth? And I'm like, okay, I'm good. Y'all give me this mouth wing. I'm hungry. You know, skinny people problems. But um, how do you serve in your whole restaurant Popeye's chicken and try to pass it off as, quote, unquote, homemade, as if there are not discerning palates who cannot tell Popeye's chicken from something that you done put together back in your kitchen? Well, maybe they running out of chicken because these restaurants, because I think the lady said they have it delivered twice a day. So maybe that's number one, why they running out of chicken. But as a sidebar, I'm with you on these restaurants running out of things that I go to Hardy's in the morning for breakfast. It's on the way to my son's school. Once or twice a week, we will get there, and they will say they're out of biscuits. And I'm thinking to myself, it's breakfast time. You serve breakfast biscuits. Are you out of biscuits? (laughs) Like the whole menu is primarily based on biscuits. How are you going to be out of biscuits? Not once every now and then, but often. At some point, is there not a pattern or some formula that lets you know that so many people probably come through your restaurant during certain hours wanting biscuits, so you may have enough biscuits prepared. I just, I don't know. I don't understand. So, yeah, I really need to talk about, before we sign off today, I just want to talk about the main event. And if you don't know what I'm referring to, that is the wedding between Gucci Mane and Keisha Kaoa. It was iced out, definitely had a lot of diamonds from her dress, her bouquet, even his bow tie, they were all diamond studded. And it was held at the Four Seasons in Miami. Everyone was asked to wear white, and from what I could tell, it appeared that the guests did honor that request. And I'll tell you this, it was a $1.7 million wedding. The wedding cake was $75,000, and I saw a picture where he had to cut the cake with a sword. Now, I also read on TMZ that BET had paid for the wedding. So that's just a side note. It was also reported that Gucci's brother nor mother were invited to the wedding. I don't know why. I don't know, you know, what that family drama's about, but that's disappointing. So I've heard mixed reviews about the wedding, and I'd love to know your thoughts. Uh, I've put together a photo gallery of the wedding under today's show tab. Again, that's www.talkingwitht.com. But I am curious about, one, Pam and Jay's uh take on the wedding and then the listeners i'd love to know what you thought about the wedding as well okay i didn't watch the whole thing but i saw the facebook commentary and i saw a video of when keisha kior came down the aisle all i got to say is she was giving you sunday afternoon three o'clock annual women's day (laughs) home fans march down the aisle on her wedding day you know the sanctified church <laughs> the sanctified church two steps. The sanctified church two steps. You know how the choir come down the aisle with the little Yes, I already know. They like the choir coming down. I know, I know, I know. Pam, did you see well, it? I, yes, I watched the whole thing. I was hyped for it. I was really hyped for this wedding and then it just disappointed me so they could have what was disappointed. 
Well, we're disappointed for no emotion in it. Uh, plus, oh, okay. my, wedding at, my wedding at the prison was better than that. We even had a Sam, live music. Stop. Stop. Live band. And let me just tell you about it. I don't I don't think I came down. Did I come down the aisle? I think I did come down the aisle in a two-step because the band was playing. I did. Mine was better Sam. than that because... Don't tell nobody else that, Pam. Don't tell Pam, nobody else. Okay, I'm trying to decide right now when I'm going to edit this on after show. I just want to say where were her kids because her sister, you know, made some comments that she left her three kids in, where she from, Jamaica, and said oh. that she was going to get her stuff together and come back and get them. But I think she's what? pretty much together. That's what I think. When was this? This was her sister. It's a big thing on Instagram, the back and forth. Keisha Kiora was her sister was at the wedding? No, the sister wasn't at the wedding. They're strange, but she's estranged with the kids. Keisha Kiora said she don't have a sister. She don't have any kids. But they have said many times that she had kids and she left them to come here to get a better life for herself. And she would get them when she got on her feet. I think she's on her feet because she had on some red bottoms. And I think that pretty much says you're on her yeah. feet. Pam, I'm gonna need you to investigate these that. These are that. red bottoms. These are blood shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely look into that, and I would make. Ah, yeah, I'm gonna need you to do that. Okay. Well, that's it for this bit. And as always, I can't wait to hear what the two of you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. And you know, I'm going to say it. All right, now. There are a few announcements for the Knoxville, Tennessee listening area. Boo at the Zoo continues through October 29th. There will be a trunk or treat at the Fountain Lane Strike and Spare on October 24th from 4 to 8 p.m. The Knoxville Area Urban League's annual gala will be this upcoming Thursday, the 26th, featuring Layla Hathaway. There will be an expungement clinic at the Beck Cultural Center Saturday, October 28th from 9 a.m. to noon. Bring all of your information as cases will be handled on the spot. Finally, the Fall Festival and Trunk or Treat, sponsored by Overcoming Believers Church, will be Sunday, October 29th, starting at 3 p.m. on Harriet Tubman. To find out more about these events and others in the Knoxville, Tennessee area, visit www.thevillageofknox.com. Be reminded that you can now call in and leave your thoughts on topics or issues, and your call just may be featured on an upcoming show. The call-in number is 865-409-1170. Once you call, you will receive instructions on how to proceed. Also make note that I am always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. If you're interested in having your product or service featured on Talking With T, we would love to help you promote your business. Once again, we've come to the end, but don't forget to help me celebrate Hometown Heroes and T's Top Teens by sending me a message on social media or visiting www.talkingwithtea.com to nominate good people doing good things. If you have something to share and want to be heard on Talking With T, I invite you to call in at 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. Remember, you can listen to Talking With T anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, Google Music, and most recently, iHeartRadio, as well as Amazon's Alexa. 
New shows will continue to come out each and every Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking with T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. If you aren't treated with love and respect, check your price tag. Maybe you've marked yourself down. It's you who tells people what you're worth. Get off the clearance rack and get behind the glass where the valuables are kept. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.